0: Chapter Fifteen of the Giraffe Hunters. This is a LibriVax recording. All LibriVax recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVax.org. Recording by Anastasia Saloha. The Giraffe Hunters by Thomas Main Reed. Chapter Fifteen Hippopotamy erodotus Aristotle, Diodorus and pliny have all given descriptions more or less correct of the hippopotamus river horse or the cow of the south african dutch so great has been the interest taken in this animal of which european people have long read but never until lately seen that the zoological society cleared ten thousand pounds in the year of the great exhibition of eighteen fifty one by their specimens exhibited in the gardens of regens park hippopotami procured from northern africa were not uncommon in the roman spectacles afterwards the knowledge of them became lost to europe for several hundred years and according to the authority of several writers they entirely disappeared from the nile several centuries after they had been shown in rome and constantinople it was stated that hippopotami could not be transported alive to a foreign country but the progress of civilization has refuted this erroneous hypothesis and the harsh heavy sound of its voice since may eighteen fifty has been familiar to the frequenters of a london park according to Mikhail Boyne, the hippopotamus has been found in the rivers of china mazden has placed them in sumatra and others say they exist in the indus but these statements have never been sustained by well-authenticated facts, and the creature is now believed to be exclusively a native of Africa. Monsieur de Moller describes two species, one the hippocampus capensis, or the hippopotamus of the Cape, and the hippocampus senegalensis, of the Senegal river. How the animal obtained its name would be difficult to imagine since a quadruped more unlike a horse could hardly exist when in the water the hippopotamus can place its eyes ears and nose on a level with the surface and thus see hear and breathe with but little danger of being injured by a shot it is often ferocious in this element when it can handle itself with much ease But on dry land it is unwieldy, and conscious of its awkwardness, it is rather timid and sometimes cowardly. These huge creatures are supposed to serve a good purpose by uprooting and destroying large water plants that may otherwise obstruct the current of the stream and hinder the drainage of the surrounding country. The height of the hippopotamus is used by the natives for many purposes although soft when stripped off it becomes so hard when thoroughly dry that the africans manufacture spears and shields of it many of the cape colonists are very fond of what they call zico's peak which is a portion of the flesh salted and preserved the greatest value which the hippopotamus has in the eyes of men is found in its teeth its large canine tusks being the finest ivory known and much prized by the dentists it keeps its color much better and lasts longer than any other used in the manufacture of artificial teeth tusks of the hippopotamus are sometimes found sixteen inches in length and weighing as much as a dozen pounds travellers have even affirmed that some have been seen measuring twenty-six inches in length but no specimens of the size have as yet been exhibited in the museums of europe the height of a full-grown hippopotamus is thicker than that of the rhinoceros otherwise it very much resembles the latter its thickness protects the animal against the poisoned arrows and javelins of the natives but for this, it would soon become extinct in the rivers of Africa, since unlike most animals, there is no difficulty in approaching the hippopotamus with a blow short distance. It can only be killed by the natives after a great deal of trouble combined with ingenuity. The plan generally adopted is by digging pits in places where the hippopotami are known to pass in leaving the water to feed on the herbage of the neighbouring plain. These piece have to be dug in the rainy season when the ground is soft, for during the dry months the earth becomes so hard as to resist the poor implement used by the natives in place of a spade. The pit is concealed with much care, and as months may pass without a hippopotamus drinking into the trap, it may be imagined how strong an effort of perseverance and patience is required in capturing one of these amphibious creatures another method of killing them is by suspending heavy-pointed beams over their paths where they proceed from the river to the meadows adjoining these beams are elevated thirty or forty feet high by a line which extends across the sea-cow's track this line is connected with a trigger and when rudely dragged by the force of the moving body the beam descends upon the animal's back bearing the sharp point in its flesh the use of firearms is now becoming general among the natives of Africa, and as the value of hippopotamus ivory well repays the trouble of producing it, it is not unreasonable to suppose that the ungainly animal now one of the commonest sites in the rivers of southern Africa will soon become one of the rarest. End of chapter fifteen